Hello there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaita, bringing you with me on this journey of exploring our spiritual and human experience on Earth, our ascension process, and speaking to incredible lightworkers, creators, starseeds all around the world. So thank you so much for joining me today. It is such a blessing to have you here. Thank you for your presence and your attention and your existence. So let's get into it. All right. So yeah, today I'm going to be speaking a little bit, just flowing into kind of what topics are coming up, especially, you know, tapping into this super moon we just had in aquarius and um the upcoming lion's gate which is happening on august 8th 8 8 this is a really big portal and um i'm already feeling it any other of my very in tune friends are probably also feeling it as well this portal kind of started opening on august 1st and even a little bit before, but really I started feeling it since August 1st, especially leading up to August 8th. And it's it's going to be really big. I'm also talking a little bit about our process of, you know, kind of rewilding ourselves and maturing the feminine energy within us, which is something that I've been really working with and sitting with recently. So let's just flow with it, see where all of this goes. Um, it's very exciting. I also am doing a little giveaway in the month of August. Um, I am going to be giving away a couple of light language energy healing sessions for free. So if you are interested in a deeply transformational light language energy healing um, Akashic Records healing session. So all you have to do is share your favorite episode of the Starseed Network podcast on your Instagram story, write a little description of how it resonates with you, what you like about it, and tag me at Sound of the Starseed and at the Starseed Network. And I will I will enter your name into the giveaway and draw a winner on August 10th following the 8-8 portal. So then you will, I will contact you directly to schedule and receive your healing session. Um, and I will be giving out between one to three of them this month, depending on how things flow, but definitely giving away at least one. So if you're interested, go ahead and enter, follow the steps to enter that and potentially win a one-to-one -one healing session, which is extremely deep, extremely profound, transformational healing and this light language healing technique that I've been kind of, you know, practicing and developing this year is like energy healing exponentialized by three. It's kind of crazy, actually, um, because now when I use this particular method, it's like immediately diving extremely deep with people on a very subconscious, very multidimensional and karmic and energetic body layer level, also altering the DNA. So it's really fascinating because now in these healing sessions, the healing sessions have actually gotten a lot shorter, I've noticed, but the results are a lot quicker and a lot more profound. And people come out of these sessions 
like feeling all sorts of ways. And if you want to read some of the reviews that are available on my website to kind of get a feel for it as well. Um, but this is a really profound, profound journey of healing. So if you're interested to try it out, it can only help you. It can only benefit you. So yeah, let's, let's get into it and feel free to join that, that little giveaway. And if you'd like to book a session or quantum healing parts work session, um, that is all available through my website, www.sauleilonavaida.com. And we're talking a little bit about parts today. So let's just get into it and see where we go. <laughs> As usual, just flowing, channeling with an open heart in a safe space and holding that same safe space for all of you. Okay, so I don't know about y'all. These past few days, this Aquarius full moon has been rocking my world like physically emotionally energetically in all ways there's a lot of a more a lot more need to rest there's a lot of big waves of processing i'm feeling coming through i mean for me personally i've literally just been crying <laughs> like for hours today i mean not for hours but i i've just been having a big old delicious little crying session with my inner teenager and my inner child and so i'm kind of coming out of it right now recording this this episode for you guys with this kind of like sleepy like you know post cry energy but it's also like the most delicious place to be honestly we are coming into august hot and august is a hot month um especially if you're somewhere in a hot climate or you know like this is that really heady lilac wine type of energy like that song lilac wine makes me think of this season this type of heavy august um, this Leo, this passion, this warmth, this fire. And we have the Aquarius full moon, which is like bringing in the opposite, the balance of that, which is that very light, silvery, translucent, heady kind of energy of Aquarius that is also like very metallic, I feel like. So if I'm thinking of zodiac signs as textures, I would think of Leo as like a fur rug, you know, like something like really soft, like velvety, sensual. And then Aquarius is like something metallic-y or like glittery or bedazzled. <laughs> um, something very modern looking, like a modern steel type of thing, like an iPhone, <laughs> an Apple product, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so some of the keywords that came out um, when I was tapping into the energy of this Aquarius full moon is liberation, quiet, loud presence, thinking outside the box, breaking down barriers and freedom. And this is really what this, this bigger theme of Aquarius holds for us. And the way that these two signs, these two axes kind of play with each other. Um, I personally have a, my south node is in Aquarius and my north node is in Leo. So I really like love this little axis and it resonates really deeply with me personally and it's been affecting me a lot really really personally um and i feel and we're in the age of aquarius currently so our whole era right now that we're working into with pluto going into aquarius um starting in 2024 is really how we are breaking free how we are breaking free from our own pain in a lot of ways, breaking free from our own pro programming, breaking free from this matrix, 
So exactly these themes are coming up right now as, you know, you may be purging in ways that you don't understand, like your body could be purging, your emotions could be purging, you could be having to really, you know, rest a lot more, sleep more, maybe you feel a need to fast, that is something very divine to listen to as well. Um, But this is this process of purging out because even if we may not know exactly what, why we're having this particular process, trust that it is healing you because we're always moving into a place of expansion. We're We're always moving on an upward trajectory, even though healing is spiralic, even though it sometimes feel like we're like going up and then going down and like yada yada. As long as you keep with this intention of opening your heart and allowing in the presence of the divine and your divine I am presence, you're going to keep expanding in every single way that that looks like. That may even look like, you know, getting into fights with the people that you love the most in order to have certain parts of yourself be revealed. Um, It could also, you know, mean feeling really exhausted or, or purging more toxins and needing to rest more because that's part of your body processing and healing and elevating its frequency. So this is something to really lean into that trust and surrender a lot more. Also, I do feel in my own personal process how much this current season of my life and this could also be collectively, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel this really deep calling within myself to embrace more of my wildness, embrace more of this wild, deep connection to my true nature. And this is what kind of happens as we are removing the matrix overlays, as we travel back, we, tr- we journey back to into ourselves and, you know, also into other lifetimes and into our deeper knowing of this true bounty, abundance, and love that nature provides. And I've just been really, like, really awakening to this in a new way, like, just this deeper, deeper appreciation of nature that I feel is unfolding within my own kind of divine feminine unfolding because, you know, as divine feminines, we are nature, we are the earth, we are Pachamama, we are Gaia, and we receive this divine mother frequency from her. We can connect with her as this mother, as this all-giving, all-loving, generous, nurturing mother energy. So I was really feeling that last night. Um, I went with some friends to see the full moon over the ocean and I was just I remember just standing there like with my feet in the sand with the waves just washing over me over my feet and feeling the moon and just feeling how deeply rooted my feet were into the sand felt these just like really deep visceral nourishment that was being received from the core of the earth, feeling how the toxins in my body were exchanging with the the minerals or the, the vitamins, the life that was in that sand and the quartz crystals that, you know, are within sand as well. And just feeling that delicious nourishment of all the elements I had like the wind blowing against my face the moon above me the waves like washing over my feet and it was just such an absolute pleasurable experience and something that I'm 
realizing as well is that the divine feminine connects to God through pleasure in so many ways and also through pain because pain and pleasure are kind of the same in a sense. They tickle the same, you know, neurons. Um, It's really beautiful to feel that as well because, you know, as women, pain is something that is, you know, constant in our lives in one way or another we are so sensitive and we're so connected that's why we feel so much we have such a deep capacity to feel pain and also a deep capacity to feel pleasure and this is you know why I feel like in ancient indigenous cultures and I've been reading this book um, about a Native American medicine man and he was describing the Sundance where you know these the men would dance for four days and nights and then at the end place these um like claws on their chests and at the end of the dance rip it out and have this you know excruciating painful experience that would then bring them into these visions bring them into this deeper connection with spirit and I was reading that and then I was realizing like this is what men have to do like women don't have to do this like men need to inflict pain on themselves to know spirit but women like we just are we're plugged into it and this is why pain is something that is not a big deal for us like imagine the pain of childbirth like that is something that is so unimaginably excruciating and I've never I've never I haven't lived it yet in this lifetime but I can only imagine and the fact that women withstand that live that you know, have, they have a massive psychedelic experience. Like I can't imagine how deeply profound and connected that experience might be of literally being a portal of bringing a life into this world. And I have so much respect for that and so much awe (laughs) for real. (laughs) Um, and to, you know, to recognize that, you know, women, Women have this innate connection. We don't have to look externally. We don't have to inflict pain onto ourselves. We don't have to seek out God. To We don't have to go too far to find God because it lives within us. It lives within our cycles. It lives within our bodies. It lives within our, our innate connection, our, our hearts, our nurturing. And... I don't know if this is, you know, a societal thing or just the nature of the energies, but, you know, this is really the way it's like we're guiding the divine masculines back into their own heart and their own divinity, but also like something to remember as a divine feminine is like never ever underrate yourself or undervalue yourself or your connection to the divine regardless of what any you know man or personality or anyone might be saying it's like people can talk a lot people can say a lot of stuff but at the end of the day if you're really sitting in that energy if you're really sitting in your power if you're sitting in your feeling in your pain and pleasure experience in your flow like you have nothing to prove to anyone you have nothing to say to anyone really just living that and being that creates such an impact and i feel that when i enter into spaces even like you know conscious community spaces <laughs> um and i'm holding my power holding my divine feminine it can kind of be like triggering for people it can kind of be too much for people sometimes it's it can be triggering because 
that's just innately how it is. Like the divine feminine is extremely triggering because she's so untamed. She's so wild <laughs> and raw. So also, I don't know if any of you read the book, um, Women Who Run With the Wolves, but that was kind of my first introduction to um, the nature of the divine feminine. I think I read it when I was 16. And just reading about this life-death-life process and the stories that she talked about, the myths of you know, the women who were silenced, women who were, you know, killed and left under the ice and still, you know, they found a way to keep living. They found a way to come back to life. And I really recommend that book for anyone who's kind of in any place on their journey, particularly starting out with this, because it's a very practical, it's a very reach, reachable kind of, you know, example of this women's nature of life, like women's nature of perseverance and life that we purely and innately are, because imagine how many times have women, you know, been suppressed, been silenced, been abused, and still found a way to keep living and keep offering life and keep offering their hearts and their power. And this is, you know, where we have to honor our ancestors and our sisters and, really make this conscious effort to lift each other up and really make this conscious space and this conscious connection to to cultivate that sacred sisterhood. And this is something that I've been really, really wanting to call in because it's been challenging, not going to lie, in my life to connect with other women, mostly because of the trauma I had with my mom and, you know, just like dynamics growing up that, you know, made me feel kind of unsafe around other women or female friendships, realizing that I had this attraction towards women because I'm, you know, bisexual as well. And kind of navigating all of that has been quite confusing and led me to also, you know, close myself off a little bit from that deep intimacy of sisterhood, like really pure, innocent, loving sisterhood. And also instead of that to, you know, seek company in men or, you know, very feminine men who I felt safe with, but almost avoiding that part of myself. And I feel how much my inner teenager, which is what we're going to get into a little bit as well with this. Um, this is a part that I learned about through the Soulful Heart community. It's basically like, you know, how you connect with your inner child, you also have to connect with your inner teenager because she's her own, gotten her own, own universe and her own healing process and all of this going on inside of her. So basically I've been working a lot with my inner teenager lately again, um, cause it's cyclical, you know, it kind of comes back around, it comes in and out, weaves in and out these parts and their processes and feeling how much my inner teenager was really lonely as a teenager. Um, and how, you know, she always just wanted to escape into these fantasy worlds, escape into nature, escape into her imagination, into books, to avoid the really heavy kind of crushing loneliness, especially during the time when I lived in New Jersey, which was very, very, very different from, from me and who I am. And I was considered like such a huge hippie there, even though I, I wasn't really that <laughs> intense about it. Um, but just like feeling how 
that, you know, that really deep loneliness and that lack of initiation was felt and how much my inner teenager now when I'm connecting with her is craving this deeper initiation and craving this acknowledgement of what she already knew, what she already was tapped into. Because even as a teenager, before my like official awakening, I guess, I was kind of born very, very in tune. And even as a teenager, I was very, very questioning of everything. Like I loved philosophy. I loved nature. I loved to be, go out. I would go for like long walks in the woods behind my house. And I was very, I was very artistic. I would paint something that I kind of let go after all these years, kind of time. So now I'm like painting again to reconnect with this part of myself. It's like, even as she felt like she was being shoved into this box of, you know, a stereotypical high school, following the rules, having to be, look, act a certain way, there was always this very deep ache and this knowing that there was something more. I remember um, watching, (laughs) there was this show called Once Upon a Time that I used to watch when I was a teenager, where it was like fairy tale characters in real life. I don't know if anyone's seen that show. And I, there were times, I remember this, this one day when I really believed that if I could find a portal and enter into a fantasy world and leave my life, leave this reality. And that was kind of something that always came up in my childhood and my adolescenthood was this desire to leave, this desire to go home. And this also really ties in with the whole, you know, cosmic and starseed kind of essence because it's this part of us that knows who we truly are, knows that we're so much bigger than this illusion, than this play, this earth game, and just longs for the realness and the reconnection of that space. So I I really feel how much as a child and as a teenager, there was this deep longing that was only ever really satisfied through fantasy books, through, you know, if things like, you know, the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, how you could just pass through a portal and enter a whole different world. And that felt so real to me. It felt so, so yeah, it, felt, it just felt like that was real, like that could happen. And now it's like connecting with these parts of myself from this adult place I know and understand the quantum field and how I can take them out of their world, out of the timeline that they're trapped in and bring them into this fantasy world, bring them into whatever space that they want to create through the power of visualization and imagination. And it really does heal something. So even just being there and being present with my inner teenager, the various aspects of my inner teenager even after doing this for like, (laughs) I don't know how long, like three years I've been doing this work. I think it's, yeah. Um, Even after doing this for like three years, there's always, there's always going to be deeper layers and there always will be. And even just connecting and holding space with this teenager and, and crying with them, like, like what I was just doing a little, like a little while ago, just crying and, and feeling and holding them. And then, you know, bringing this part of myself, listening to them, bringing them out of that space and then laying on the earth, like bring them into a natural healing setting, 
in my mind's eye, in my imagination, and feeling the energy of Divine Mother through the earth, through the water, just holding and supporting us. And it's so, 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 so just deeply nourishing, deeply healing, deeply rejuvenating. And this is kind of the essence of the divine feminine, you know, in her highest expression, the divine mother. And this comes through so many different forms. When you feel the energy of divine mother, it is like an immediate balm to your wounds <laughs> and very generous of generously taking all of your pain and transmuting it and holding it and giving you and filling all those spaces within you with so much pure love. And this is this is really the the nourishment that earth gives us that our mother earth gives us and it's really important for us to to remember that and to be grateful for it and seek that nourishment and seek that nourishment within us that we have we all have that innate connection to divine mother it's our birthright to call her to allow her in and to receive her healing so recently also i went to a cenote here in um, Cancun. I, we went to Sonata in Playa del Carmen. And it was a really beautiful private cenote out in the jungle. And at a certain point, we were swimming in was, oh, such beautiful, refreshing cold water. And cenotes are these like kind of underground bodies of water that were created by a meteor falling to earth essentially there are these kinds of really beautiful caves um, they have underwater cave systems and it's crystal clear cool cold water with beautiful fish and all sorts of beings living within them a lot of them you know are connected by underground tunnels and some of them one of my favorite ones actually has you know seven different openings where you can enter in and you can swim in these underground caves between different parts of the cenote. It's, it's so beautiful. It's like indescribably <laughs> beautiful. It's an experience you have to live. And within these cenotes, there's so much information, so much coding, so much, you know, fossil, fossilized energy as well. And I felt such a deep connection to this, you know, inner earth Lemurian energy that, you know, a lot of people are aware of. Some people may not be so aware of, um, and I'm not here to prove or disprove anything in a logical sense, um, but some people talk about that at the fall of Atlantis and Lemuria, a lot of the colonies, some of the colonies of, of beings there survived and went underground and have been living inside the earth and are waiting for the surface of the earth to reach a particular frequency so that they're able to return. And I really felt, I felt these beings in certain places very specifically. Um, one of them was in this town called Bernal in Mexico, um, in central Mexico, that has a massive quartz crystal mountain. And when I connected with that mountain and I put my, my forehead against the stones, I felt the, the presence of the inner earth Lemurians very strongly. It's, that place is so energetically potent. It's insane. I really recommend visiting if you ever have the chance. It's a really beautiful, very powerful, like energetic town. 
And so when we were in the cenote, I set the intention and I asked if I could exchange energy with the um, the beings within or, you know, with the stones or just with the cenote itself. And I was just laying there on these rocks and, you know, pressing my forehead into the rocks, pressing my hands, pressing my heart and feeling such a beautiful and just deep exchange of this very pure, very ancient, sacred frequency that frequency that, you know, they talk about with the energy of the jaguar. You know, the jaguar is a very sacred animal, especially here in Mexico, in the Mayan Rivera. You know, jaguars are very symbolic of that, you know, transformation process and that return to spirit. And I really felt felt that energy, the energy of the jungle, the energy of the cenote, and also connected to, you know, certain other lifetimes that I've lived just that connection with also the the inner earth beings that who are you know playing a role in our ascension process who are assisting our our ascension process and helping us be able to reunite with them just as we're reuniting with our hearts reuniting with our spirit and creating the new earth grids the you know higher 5d frequency grids that we're anchoring in right now so as we're purging we're also anchoring and I, I, it was such a, just a wonderful experience. And I was swimming down under, down deep into the, as deep as I could into the water with, you know, goggles on trying to look at it. And it really feels like you could enter these caves and go down and enter into, into the earth. Um, and this is why, you know, I feel like cenotes are such beautiful, sacred places and, and they've really been regarded as such. But all of that is kind of facilitating this greater theme, this divine feminine healing theme. And, you know, going back to the inner teenager as well, how when we work with our inner teenager, when we hold space with that feminine within us that is seeking initiation, that is seeking sisterhood, honestly, well, at least for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but there wasn't anyone in my life who initiated me like into life, into understanding, into growing up, into, you know, like sexuality. Like maybe there was a talk, but there was nothing else. Um, there was no initiation into what it means to be a woman, what it means to mature and you know, it's kind of been a guessing game this whole time. It's kind of just been like a soul-led, heart-led unraveling, awakening, arising in the best way that I can without exactly knowing how, which is how a lot of us, you know, navigate life. And I just really feel how even calling in these Metasoul sisters, even calling in this, you know, soul star cosmic essence that we, you know, we aren't alone. These parts of us are not alone. No matter how much their experience that they lived may create that illusion of being alone. It's like on a quantum level, we're communicating with so much, so much energy, so many different fractals, parts, and versions and timelines of ourselves. And anything outside of us that we perceive as outside of us is us. And there is no separation within that. So the Lionsgate portal as well is such a powerful time to activate this queen essence, 
this royal essence. Lionsgate in itself, it's all about the connection of the Sirius star, the Sirius planet, Sirius A and Sirius B, and their alignment with Earth and how we receive these codes and these frequencies from these Syrian aspects of ourself, if we're a Syrian starseed, um, Lyran aspects. And even if, you know, no matter what, you know, quote unquote, starseed race you identify with, you're still available to receive these powerful codes and activations. I always feel this time every year is very potent. Either, you know, I'm called, feel called to fast or I get, you know, sick with some sort of ascension flu. But a lot of the process happens physically. A lot of this is about, you know, tapping deeper into your body, into your rawness, into your animal nature, into your wild nature, because this is where we connect with our true feminine essence as well, our true divine feminine. Um, and I've I've also been connecting to, you know, certain medicinal sisters, other lifetimes of being, you know, very shamanic priestess energies, queen energies. Um, very, you know, jungle energies as well, jungle medicine women, especially when I play the drum, I really feel connected to these, to these aspects of myself, these lifetimes. And they've been sharing so much with me and teaching me so much, helping these, you know, younger parts of me connect back into what they've been searching for, what they've been yearning for, what they've been aching for in their in their search through to externalize and to escape what we've really been looking for is that true raw natural connection it's this craving for for what is untouched it's this craving for going not necessarily back to how things were before society or culture everything but finding a way to come back into communion with nature into our raw selves our wild selves and our real selves so <laughs> um and it's funny recording this from the city <laughs> um but yeah this is basically what i'm kind of inviting you know maybe tickling or activating within within you as well listening to this inviting you to feel into you a little bit more um and yeah thank you so much for being here with me today as always it's such a pleasure to share and connect and if you would like to connect for a in-depth session or anything else um I am available through Instagram at Salda the Starseed and through my website, which is linked in the description below. And don't forget to enter that giveaway if you would like to win a session. And I am wishing you all a beautiful, beautiful Lionsgate portal, a deep transformation, listening to your heart, embracing your body, moving your body. This is such a powerful time to be working with your body. Use your body to transmute energy. You know, things like yoga, self-massage, movement, dance, swimming, being active, being in your body, being in your life, feeling everything. It's so delicious. And this is how we start to unfreeze. This is how we start to bring this fluidity back into ourselves, especially as women, by unblocking the energy in our bodies, like shaking our bodies, moving our hips, doing yoga, dancing, being wild, just doing what we feel 
comes naturally out of this place. And this is how we begin to arise and support each other to arise. Because, you know, honestly, it's so amazing to be in a space where women can feel free and open and just allow this this part of themselves to come to come out strongly. Because then it's like, oh my God, it creates a space where everyone can do that and everyone can just start to explore and unleash this. And it's so beautiful. So with that, I'm wishing you all a beautiful morning, evening, noon, or night, wherever you are in this beautiful world and take care of yourselves. Rise up and greet the sun I'm grateful for another one Breath running through me I'm truly blessed And everything's working out for me It's truly a story I tell myself each morning I'm beautiful and worthy I'm safe and truly deserving Speak it into existence And your resistance speak it into existence and release your resistance wake up rise up Showered, meditating, congregating with my soul's truth, elevating, speaking to existence and release your existence.